0: You are listening to the Reality Steve Podcast with your host, Reality Steve. He's got all the latest info and behind-the-scenes juice on Joey's season of The Bachelor and interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. Now, here's Reality Steve. What's up, everybody? Welcome to podcast number 376. I'm your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. A very good episode today. Another first-time guest, woman from Pilot Pete season, Marissa Gunn. Didn't last very long on Pilot Pete season, but you remember her for more for Bachelor in Paradise season seven. She got engaged to Riley at the end of the season. They broke up th- three, four months after it aired on television. She'll talk about that, among other things. In today's podcast, good one with Marissa today. We'll get to that momentarily. So, before we get to Marissa, I definitely want to talk about what's on the daily roundup today. Some good stuff on the daily roundup today, including thank you to the five or six people who decided to do my homework for me and dig back into my archives of the daily roundup to find out when did you say, Steve, that Taylor Swift was absolutely going to be in the Super Bowl and she had plenty of time to get to Las Vegas from Japan. Since her last concert in Japan is going to be February 10th, and that is Japan time. So, they are 16 hours? Is it 16 or 17 hours ahead of Vegas? I go, I keep forgetting how many hours, but it's a lot. And basically, as I said yesterday, she is going to screw up the space-time continuum and basically be a time traveler, because if she left... Japan, let's just say at midnight, she is going to land in Las Vegas, Mm, local time Las Vegas, 8 (laughs) p.m., so she's going to have a 28-hour day, basically, but I found the clip because five or six of you emailed me and let me know which episode it was, I thought, and I probably did talk about it later on in the season. November, December, something like that. But the first time I brought this up and said she'll absolutely be there and she has plenty of time to get back was October 3rd. Four months ago I was on this story. All the NFL writers are on it four days ago, right after Kansas City clinched by winning the AFC Championship against the Ravens. They're all like, oh, my God, is she going to be there? Is she going to make it? How is she going to do it? Yeah. How about you go listen to the Daily Roundup back on October 3rd? So I play that clip for you of what I said back then. I know I talked about it after that as well, as we were getting closer, and I was more of in a joking matter of, well, they're not going to have to worry about it because the Kansas City Chiefs aren't getting there. They're playing horrible this year. Their offense stinks, and it did stink all year long. The Chiefs are in the Super Bowl because of their defense. But we talk about that. I also talk about happy couple trips, happy couple visits, which is when the final couple in the bachelor world, whether it's bachelor or bachelorette, have secret meetups that are arranged by ABC for them to meet up, and how protected it is. And it leads into what I talked about in yesterday's Daily Roundup and everything that came about because somebody put some information out there uh, regarding happy couples, and there's just a lot of information that they put out there, but all of it was speculation and guessing. And it wasn't anything concrete. It was just, you know, because every the thing was the people that who are sending it to me were saying, Steve, the spoiler is wrong. Look at this. And I'm saying I am looking at what you sent me and it doesn't prove anything that the spoiler is wrong. So my issue is not with saying, oh, you have to believe me when I give you the spoiler. I understand there's always going to be people that doubt it because I don't prevent I, or you know, I don't provide proof or evidence or very rarely. You know, I only did with the Nick one and I think one other time. But for this, everyone was saying this, they were telling me the spoiler was wrong because of what this person posted on Reddit. And all I was saying was, I'm looking at exactly what you're looking at, and there's nothing in there that is concrete evidence of anything. It's just a bunch of scenarios that the person lays out that says, well, it could be Rachel, it could be Kelsey, it could be Daisy. And here are the factors that I've come up with. And here are some screenshots of this. And here's a picture of this. And it was taken this time. It's just like, okay, but it's still guessing and speculating. There's nothing in there that said it. So that was the whole point of, so today on the Daily Roundup, I go into, for people that don't understand this stuff and don't really know, happy couples are a really big thing. Because if you can figure out when a happy couple meeting is happening and you can figure out who is on it, then you've got your winning couple. I mean, in terms of confirmation, I I gave you the winning couple two weeks after filming ended back in, what, end of November, beginning in November 30th, I think is when I posted the spoiler for this season. So um, anything out there, people are just looking for confirmation, which is like, okay, great. I mean, if you get confirmation, wonderful. But I knew this, I knew this on November 30th, like, okay, congratulations. (laughs) You already know what to look for. I gave it to you. Neither here nor there. But that was my whole point was... I'd love if, if someone came to me and said, Steve, the spoiler is wrong because of this, and here's the proof, then I'd be like, Oh, interesting. I did not know this. This is just speculation and guessing. That's not proof. So until I h- get anything, which I don't expect to, because you know, I don't need to keep repeating myself here. But on the Daily Roundup today, I do talk a little bit more about happy happy couples, how they worked, the one time where I have gotten my final spoiler because of a happy couple weekend that I found out about which season was that. I tell you about it today in the Daily Roundup if you listened to it already. Thank you. And I also lay out there things that I know for a fact that might change the way if you're so deep into what that Reddit post was the other day, maybe it'll make you take a step back a bit. So I also go into that. I talk about the challenge last night, which was definitely probably the worst episode, at least for me. Because in my mind, Kylan and Horacio deserve to be there. All right, look, Mer- uh, Norris beat them fair and square. I'm just saying I want to see those guys in a final. And just the way the politicking went this season, it was disgusting. And honestly, nobody left that I'm remotely interested in winning. Uh, all those people... I mean, Colleen has basically stayed out of everything, but I you know, Colleen's not gonna win. She's barely gotten an edit this season. You know, there's nothing wrong with Colleen. She's done nothing wrong, but she's just she's just kinda of there. But so many other people this season have been unlikable. Now at this point, just seeing the bond between Nerese and Horacio and Kylan, and now with Kylan and Horacio gone, like, yeah, I want Nerese to win. I hope she does. The way it's being edited makes me think that she did win. But I don't want to go over spoilers I have no idea if she did or not but that episode last night man it rubbed me the wrong way because I also think that we're not being shown a full story and this reunion show is it it should be pretty wild because I I really want to hear from Olivia because we all loved Olivia and Horacio when they were on their first season and they last competed we love them they were the rookies of the year what the hell happened to Olivia what is she thinking what is what is her mindset why did she do what she did And I I just don't understand it. And probably not going to get answers till the reunion show unless people start popping off on social media. So keep that in mind. Got a new sponsor for the podcast, Mint Mobile. You know, we break down some tea on this podcast. We share tea. And when I give tea, you guys all like talking about tea with someone else, right? Well, right now, the best deal in wireless is at Mint Mobile. Why don't you tell your friends that? For a limited time, wireless plans from Mint Mobile are fifteen bucks a month when you purchase a three-month plan. That's unlimited talk, text, and data for fifteen dollars a month. What are you paying right now for your wireless subscription? Over a hundred bucks, I guarantee you. Fifteen bucks a month at Mint Mobile. They are here to rescue you. Say bye-bye to your overpriced wireless plans and draw jaw-dropping monthly bills and unexpected overages. All plans come with unlimited talk and text and high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. Ditch those overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal. Get premium wireless service for just 15 bucks a month. To get this customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, Go to mintmobile.com slash reality steve. That's mintmobile.com slash reality steve. Cut your wireless bill to fifteen bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash realitysteve. Additional taxes and fees and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. All right, let's get going. Podcast number 376. All right, let's bring her in. Uh, you remember her from Pilot Pete's season of The Bachelor and then Batroom Paradise season seven as she left as one of the three engaged couples on that season it is Marissa Gunn Marissa thanks for coming on
1: yeah thanks for having me
0: so you know what's funny Marissa when I obviously I remember you from season seven and and the engagement but when someone asked me I was talking to somebody recently saying like I'm gonna have Marissa on the podcast and someone asked me about you know and and it just came up in conversation about what season of the bachelor you were on if you would have given me (laughs) five guesses i don't think i would have guessed it was pilot piece i didn't realize it had been that was the season you were on now granted it was only one episode that's probably why but I
1: right that's probably why
0: i literally thought you were on like zach's season (laughs) or clayton's like i did not know it was that far back you know um but like I said, we yeah. only got we only got one episode of you on Pilot Beats. But I want to even go back. I usually start with a hey, telling how you got on the show and stuff like that. And we'll get to that part. But for you, I think your story starts a little bit before then. In that you were involved in the pageant world, in, in the teen pageant mm-hmm. world, and you were Miss Teen Montana of. Uh, I want to get the year right. Twenty thirteen is that right? Yeah, twenty thirteen. Twenty thirteen. So exactly, how did you get involved? with the pageant world what drew you to it and in that pageant world like how did you win miss teen montana
1: yeah so well um my mom actually so growing up i really didn't have a lot of friends in the town that i was from and i really didn't fit in so she was doing some research and she thought maybe i would be interested in pageants because i was always like a girly girl and cheerleader so she decided to sign me up for my first pageant and I actually ended up winning the first one I was in. So that's why then I became Miss Montana Teen USA and then from there I, everything kind of just went downhill. The pageant world wasn't really a great experience for me. So like my mom put it in put me in it to like build my confidence and get rid of like all the bullies I was dealing with at school and it kind of like did the opposite. <laughs>
0: So <laughs> well, I from what I gathered, basically by being in the pageants, you then exposed yourself to people, what commenting on you and saying things about you online that you're just like, oh no. And then from there, I believe you you, you said in an article with um with Women's Health that you had um you had developed an eating disorder from it, restricting your calories, over exercising, all that stuff. You know, to appease yeah. the people online, right?
1: Yeah. So like, I would do what I shouldn't do and get online and read the blogs. And they would say things like, and mind you, I was like, what, 13, 14 years old. They would say things like, wow, Montana has the face to win, but her body is going to ruin it for her or like, her weight is going to kill her in the pageant and stuff like that. So after, so I ended up, yeah, developing an eating disorder. My diet literally consisted of Peanut butter and grapes for a long time, and after um, my nationals pageant, I kind of just like said, "Screw it," you know. Like I was just like, "I'm just gonna eat what I want." I hated the gym, didn't go to the gym. I ended up gaining over 80 pounds, so I was over 200 pounds at one point. Um, But then I was also in a relationship at that time, and after that relationship ended, I kind of like took a look at myself in the mirror and was like, "Okay, Marissa, it's time to get back on track and get it together." So that's when I started hitting the gym again and lost all the weight. So I lost over like eighty pounds.
0: Was that a? Uh, is, if I read correctly, was that a um, after a breakup in college? You went after the uh, revenge body to get back to get back at <laughs> him. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's exactly what happened. So we got kind of fluffy together, and then after we broke up, I'm like, it's time to get hot.
0: (laughs) We got fluffy together. That's a good one.
1: (laughs) We did, and he started dropping weight so fast, and then, of course, when he dropped all his weight, he broke up with me, and so I was like, oh, two can play this game.
0: (laughs) Oh, so that's, I mean, I don't know if that was the reason you guys broke up, but when you were still together, while you guys, like you said, had gotten fluffy together, he started losing at first and I guess he felt better about the way he looked and didn't like the way you looked is is that why he broke up with you
1: no I don't okay. think that's why he well, broke up with me well, but. Thank, God.
0: <laughs> thank God that would have been pretty shallow
1: <laughs> yeah right no he was a great guy
0: oh, okay um so <laughs> God, 13 or 14 that's what when you were miss teen Montana that's what uh eighth grade freshman year of high school
1: I was a sophomore in you know, high a sophomore?
0: school. Okay. That was yeah.
1: Cool. Mm-hmm. And then nationals, I think, was my junior year. And,
0: yeah. And when did you get – when did you decide just to get out of, of competing? When did you not compete anymore?
1: After my first page – after the nationals pageant, it was just so much. It was hard um, dealing with all the judgment. I mean, you're literally getting judged to stand on stage, so – yeah. I just, yeah, I couldn't do it. It was a fun run for the first time, but not
0: again. Well, I'll tell you this. I, I have no real ties to the pageant world at all, but last year I judged uh, Miss Dallas. And okay. first time I'd ever been a judge for any one of these things, and, you know, very foreign to the pageant world, but that mm-hmm. weekend, doing it for the two days, you know, the day before is when they answer the questions, and then... Mm -hmm. we did a run through and all that stuff it gave me a newfound respect for the pageant world that I probably didn't have before because I just thought it was just I didn't really get it I didn't understand I knew pageant world was a big world but I didn't get it Mm -hmm. and then when I was involved with it for two days and being a judge and seeing these women put themselves out there I'm like all the respect in the world to them because I certainly couldn't do it no way yeah
1: and it definitely like shaped me to who I am. It gave me the confidence and like speaking and things like that. And it also um, you build like a sisterhood too. so that was kind of cool.
0: Yeah, I mean it was just the day before when you ask when you get the two minute I, we get two minutes with every contestant and you ask them fire off as many questions as you can and you listen to their answers and it's just a woman walking in from the side, standing in front of four judges who they don't even know. And I'm asking Mm -hmm. them questions about, you know, I have a little bio on them so I can get a question out of that. Or I can just go off the cuff with like, hey, what's your, you know, funniest thing you do or whatever. I could just come up with anything for anything. But to stand there in front of four strangers who are basically just judging you based off of, you know, not even just your answer, but how you present yourself, how you talk, your confidence when you speak. It's got to be I was sitting there going, I'd be shaking in my boots I don't like I like podcasting but it's basically like a form of public speaking and I just be like that is that is not easy to do to put yourself out there like that
1: yeah it definitely is difficult um and that was one of the reasons like when I did um find out that I was going to or was asked to be on the bachelor my mom was like are you sure like are you sure this is going to be like the pageant all over again like yeah. you're going to expose yourself there's going to be people saying things about you and I'm like no nope, I got it I got it this time I already went through it <laughs>
0: <laughs> well yeah I mean I think and I think that's why they have coaching for that stuff because I don't know if anybody could really teach themselves how to present themselves in front of others because maybe you don't get how you come across to people you know you might think you come across great but no you got to stand this way and you got to project more with your voice or or whatever the case may be because I noticed when those women walked in front of us some of them stood a certain way put their hand on you know it was definitely okay their coach they know how to do it but I still was looking for a genuine answer from them I still basically judged it on their answer I didn't care how they looked um right we, we had other categories where we had to judge you know how they look, the, you know, the swimsuit or the I don't even think they call it, called it swimsuit anymore. I forgot what they called it. Was it beach wear or something? I don't even know.
1: Um, yeah, I think the teens have beach wear now.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, it was just it was a really interesting weekend. I, I love the fact that I did it because it gave me a, a newfound respect for for that world. So let's move on to uh, Bachelor. Um, You were, I believe, twenty two, twenty three 23 when you went on Peter's season, correct?
1: Yes, 22.
0: 22 which was never Mm -hmm. brought up granted you were only uh you were only there the first night (laughs) how did you go about getting on this show were you someone that had watched peter on hannah's season did you know anything about him uh, what made you go on the bachelor
1: yeah so i had actually never seen the show before i've heard of it um and then i got a call from a producer one day and i thought it was like a joke. So I didn't even acknowledge it. And then they called me again. And so I answered it. And they're like, this is a producer, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, what the heck. And so it turns out my aunt actually like anonymously submitted me. So then when they kept calling me asking me to go to finals or whatever, I really honestly was blowing it off because I'm like, there's no way like this is like a one in a million chance. I've got my job here. I just moved to Atlanta, like, I got to stay focused and then um, when they ended up coming down to Nashville to interview me and they're like oh if you made it to the finals weekend that's when everything like got real and I was like okay so I actually went into it it's crazy because like I said I'd never seen it before I went into it like oh I just got to make this guy fall in love with me easy we could do that okay (laughs) it was definitely not that let me tell you I was like is this a joke like is this for real? Definitely should have done a little more research before walking into this.
0: <laughs> so you, you had not – did you know anything about Peter other than he was a pilot and he was on – did you watch any of Hannah Brown's episodes once you had been cast?
1: Yeah, so I did. Me and my mom called it watching film so <laughs> after I got casted. So I did watch it, and what's crazy is I actually – they had me believing, like, I in a way that Mike was going to be The Bachelor.
0: That who was? So –
1: that mike was oh, my, gonna be oh, the bachelor oh, mike
0: johnson
1: yeah yeah Yeah, uh-huh mike johnson so i actually was going into it thinking that and it's so crazy because like when they came to do the filming and stuff you know the home when they come um the intros yeah so i actually had one of in the intros and so they were like refer to him as the bachelor you know like mm-hmm. oh i i want to meet the bachelor so in my mind i'm they're making me believe that this is mike johnson So, I really didn't find out until that night before that it was Peter.
0: Like, you were in the hotel waiting, and that's when you found out?
1: Yeah. And I thought that was interesting, because watching it back, I saw, like, a a lot of the other girls, their intro, like, they were referring to him as Peter. (laughs) And so, I was like, okay.
0: (laughs) Oh, boy. Uh, Producer producer trickery already starting uh, before night one. (laughs) Um, So, I mean, you... You see that it's Peter and you're like, Okay. I mean obviously you were already out there. There really was no way. I mean, you could have just said, No, forget it, I want to go home. But I'm guessing you're just like, All right, well whatever, I'll stick it out. You know, I'm here. Might as yeah. well. Um Exactly. Once you once you did it and I don't remember what did you do on your limo entrance? Did you do anything gimmicky?
1: Yeah, I did a pinky promise.
0: <laughs> okay. Well that's so not I too bad. Re- yeah. You didn't I have a proper a you didn't have promise. a proper anything that you brought.
1: No, 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 no. I, that, I was not okay. doing
0: that. <laughs> did you um, did you get time with Peter on the first night? Because we've heard the stories throughout the years that, you know, somebody will say, like, they producer kept telling me, you know, oh, you'll get your time, you get your time. And then all of a sudden, Jesse comes in, well, at that time, Chris, but, you know, comes in clinking the glass, like, all right, you know, time to wrap it up, <laughs> rose ceremony time. And people are just like, I never even got a chance to speak to him the first night. No wonder I didn't get a rose. Did you get time?
1: So yeah, I actually got quite a bit of time with Peter, which is crazy, because it, it was so much time that it got awkward. Like we didn't know what to do. Or like, okay, is anyone else gonna come in and like, take me away or whatever. But I think it was because I, like I said, I had no idea what to expect. I literally went into it thinking like oh i just gotta make this man talk to me you know so i just went on my own no producers went sat down and started talking to him and i think everyone was shook so i was like sitting there for like 20 minutes having a conversation with him we had a great conversation that's why i was like there's no way i'm going home because there were girls there that hadn't even spoke to him you know do you remember who uh, no I don't I was
0: like sorry four years ago yeah I know long time ago yeah cause yeah this, it, it yeah because it filmed in 2019 and aired in 2020 that's right so yeah yep. we're looking at yeah we're looking at almost five years ago from the time you left to go film that show you left in September of 2019 uh so this year will be five years that's yeah I
1: think we were the last one before COVID
0: yeah yeah that that's the thing you mm-hmm. know it's funny when I talk about this franchise and when I talk about the show that's how. I, because I know that Pilot Pete's season, the day, t- like, a couple days after his finale aired was when we were in a pandemic. And that's how I always remember what sh- what seasons were pre-COVID and what seasons were post. I always know, hey, 2020, and I always will know. It's, like, just stuck in my head. Pilot Pete. So, <laughs> yeah. um, and then he had everything happening, you know, off air uh, with him you know, going to Chicago and hanging with Kelly during the <laughs> pandemic. And I was just like, yeah, that's how I know that it's, it's 20 beat yeah. But so at that time, obviously that summer, there was no um, Bachelor in Paradise, obviously, because of the of the uh, pandemic. So right. in your mind, you probably thought, well, my career in this franchise is probably over. I, I don't you know, I don't know. Like, yeah, I'm a night- that's
1: exactly what I thought,
0: because <laughs> I'm, I'm a night one girl and there's not even a paradise this summer. Why would they bring a night one girl back a year and a half later? But they did. When did they contact you for that? All right. This podcast is brought to you by HelloFresh now. I've talked to you about Green Chef before. Green Chef is now owned by HelloFresh. And with a wider array of meal plans to choose from, there's something for everyone. I can switch between both brands and now you can too. My listeners, both brands, you get the discount with me. HelloFresh gets you farm fresh, pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. It's the new year. One of your resolutions probably should be, let's save some money, eat better. That's what I plan on doing. HelloFresh is here to help you do that. Say hello to your most delicious year yet with fresh ingredients and chef-crafted recipes at a price that you'll like delivered right to your door. Don't let recipe boredom strike because HelloFresh has more options now than ever before. You dig into their biggest menu yet with over 45 dinner options to choose from weekly and even more market add-ons that suit any lifestyle go to hellofresh.com slash reality steve free and use code reality steve free for free breakfast for life one breakfast item per box while your subscription is active that's a free breakfast for life at hellofresh.com slash reality steve free with promo code reality steve free
1: So they did contact me because Paradise was supposed to be – but there was going to be a Paradise before COVID. Okay. But then they ended up canceling that, and so then I did think my career in The Bachelor world was over. (laughs) And so um, when they contacted me after – or, like, when everything was clearing up and they started casting – I was like, I was actually kind of shook. Cause I cause there had been like two or three seasons, yeah. I think, right? Before, yeah. Because after was like, okay. a- after
0: Peter, there would have been there was Claire, then Michelle, then Clayton. Yeah. Before there was another Bachelor and, Pad. Bachelor and person. Matt,
1: I think, right?
0: Matt was uh Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, yeah, it was Peter. Yeah. It was Peter, then Claire Michelle, yeah, sorry. Claire, Michelle, Matt, not Clayton. Yeah, Claire, Michelle, Matt. And then, um, from Matt Season, the Bachelorette became uh who am I blanking on? Oh, um Claire Michelle Matt. Who am I blanking on? Who from uh, Matt Season was the bachelorette? Rachel. Oh, um no, uh no. Oh my god. Steve, what it I hold on <laughs> I don't know. Hang on. Oh, wait a second. So no 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 what well, I had it wrong. I was saying Claire and then Michelle. No, so it was Claire season and Tasha season, and then it was just Matt season of The Bachelor, and then from Matt season, uh, Michelle came about. Michelle. It was yeah. Kate, it was Katie first, and then Michelle. So yeah, Um what? So so you were brought on, and so when you're interviewing to go on Bachelor in Paradise, I know mm-hmm. the producers ask everybody like, "Hey, you know, who were you interested in from some of these seasons? What were some of the names that you gave them of guys that you would have been interested in?"
1: Um, Damar was definitely one. Yeah. And then, um, I think I gave him Brendan too at the time before I had known what he had going on. <laughs> uh, yeah. and Ivan was one, but Ivan and I are like really close friends. So now after the fact, so that's kind of weird, but that was one before cause I hadn't met him before.
0: Okay. So you were naming all those. Did you ever name Riley?
1: No, I had no idea who Riley was. <laughs> I didn't even know he existed because I don't really watch the show.
0: <laughs> and I, I see I'm blanking now. Uh, so Riley was on Claire and Tayshia season, right?
1: Correct. Correct.
0: Okay, so it it had aired. You just didn't watch it, or he never he never stuck out. To yep. You. Okay.
1: Never, never paid attention.
0: <laughs> okay, so when you got down to Paradise, and mm-hmm. I don't remember if you got there first versus Riley. Who was there first, or did you get? Were you guys both first? on the beach
1: i was there i was i got there the first day
0: yeah that's right you were you were first Mm -hmm. uh first and i was with
1: connor Yep, i was with connor for the first week
0: oh gosh i've already forgot about connor (laughs) connor the cat okay yeah so you were with connor the cat and then when did when did riley arrive on your season So
1: Riley came after the first rose ceremony.
0: Okay, and he asked, did he immediately ask you out or no?
1: Yes, he asked me on his date, and then we were together the whole time.
0: (laughs) So was that, okay, so obviously I don't remember details of everything, but was that first date, when he came in with a date card, and you went on your date, I just remember you guys were part of that food date that was just like, this is disgusting, I didn't get it. Like, yeah. Was that was that the yeah. date where he came in or was that a later date? Yep. Okay.
1: No, that was the first day he came in.
0: Mm-hmm. How, how did you feel about the whole food thing?
1: <laughs> I thought it was fun. I love doing stuff like that. I'm very spontaneous. I love trying new things. Um, it was disgusting, but it was cool to be able to like see what the other person if they were into that and if they liked doing spontaneous things too. So it was a great day, I think.
0: Okay, so it wasn't like, I just, to me, it was just, it just looked gross. Like, I just wouldn't want to meet, I don't know, for a first day, especially with someone you don't know, you know? I don't know.
1: Yeah, it was gross, but it's it's interesting. Some of the things didn't taste as bad as you would think. Like, some of them are actual delicacies in places. So I was like, okay, I can see this.
0: <laughs> interesting. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I, one of the things that happened with you um, and you spoke out you were very vocal <coughs> excuse me about this which mm-hmm. was you know um a lot of people were like slut shaming you after your first date with riley and it I, I mean i never saw obviously the messages that you were getting but can you like tell mm-hmm. the audience exactly like what were people saying to you were they doing it behind like a a fake profile or you could, could you see who these people were what in I don't know. Yeah. Can you tell by their clicking on their Instagram handles, like were they just like mothers and stuff like that? That are just like <laughs> middle America, totally conservative, and oh my gosh, if you have sex on a first date, you must die or something. But what? what right. Ki- what kind was, who was? saying this stuff to you?
1: It was a lot of like hidden profiles. You know, nobody that wanted to expose themselves. Yeah. Um, and yeah, a lot of. People that have no lives, really. Um, so, just a back story. The first date Riley and I went on, we ended our date in the in the Boom Boom Room. Yeah. So I got shamed for that a lot. But pe- what people don't understand is TV is TV, <laughs> you know. Like just because you see us walk into a room doesn't mean anything had to happen. So I was really just speaking out in general for all women because you really don't know what's going on behind closed doors like you know but um I could see why people would assume certain things because of the way production makes it seem but yeah I mean I I I spoke on it I think that women should be able to do whatever they want to do and I don't think it's appropriate to be shaming anyone from behind a keyboard especially and you don't know you don't know these people you know um these people don't know me they don't know what I go through you know so I think that I was able to handle it very well I kind of because having the pageant experience in the past I kind of just brushed it over
0: well and the thing that's disappointing about it is twofold number one we don't know what happened that night just because Mm -hmm. the show insinuated that oh They ended in the boom-boom room. That must mean sex happened. Number two, the thing that you were getting was from a lot of women. You would think, you know, women supporting women, women empowerment, and it was the opposite for you. You were getting harassed because of it, of something they didn't even know about, you know? That had to be frustrating.
1: Yeah, it was really frustrating, especially when I'm all about supporting other women. Yeah,
0: I mean, you know, you look at it, you're just like, I, 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 I can only imagine what it was like for you in that situation because... Number one, regardless of if you had sex or not, it doesn't matter. It's your life. It's what you choose to do. And it's okay to have sex on a first date. Like, these people that claim that, I I don't know, that they never did, great. Just because you you have it maybe in your morals that you don't want to have it on the first date, that's fine. But that doesn't mean that people who do are inherently bad people or they did something wrong, you know? It's just such backwards thinking. I don't get it.
1: It's so backwards. It it's so backwards.
0: Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. So you basically at that point, like you said, you were with Riley the rest of the time. And obviously with Bachelor in Paradise, we've talked about this on the podcast. Mm-hmm. It's different than Bachelor. I mean, obviously you didn't stay on The Bachelor, but you know, having spoken to people on that show and friends on that show, mm-hmm. you bar- you barely get any time with the lead. You know, barely. Right. Bachelor in Paradise, you basically, you know, are spending all day, every day with Riley, Right.
1: Exactly. Yep. It's completely different than The Bachelor.
0: So when you're spending all that time with Riley and you're getting to know him, obviously you start falling for him and, and the things that you're talking about. And I mean, I, I don't know. What what were the conversations that you had? Was it kind of surface level with Riley uh, when you were on Paradise? Or did you you know dive into maybe some deeper stuff about the future and what it would be like between the two of you? What were your conversations with Riley like?
1: we we had great conversations a lot of our deep conversations came when there weren't cameras around like when we would be um like when we'd be going to bed and stuff so that's where a lot of our more deep conversations were uh we talked about the future we talked about life outside of paradise um but yeah we you, people have to understand that when you're you have no access to the outside world no like friend influence no parents anything you're just trapped like with this one person for four weeks straight like you're gonna get to know this person very well
0: yeah i was gonna say i mean it's just it's just so different than the bachelor world because you're allowed to talk to them and see them and you know spend the night with them if you want every single night you're down there in paradise so yeah it's totally different so when you're getting towards the end and you know, you're seeing couples develop and stuff like that. Were you pretty convinced, like, hey, we're we're gonna make it off this island as a couple, whether or not we're engaged or not, we'll get we'll cross that bridge when it when we get to it. But you were pretty confident that Riley wasn't gonna go on a date with anybody else and you certainly weren't interested in anybody else at that point, correct?
1: Yeah. No, I was definitely confident that we were leaving there together.
0: <laughs> and okay, so final rose ceremony day happens. Um mm-hmm. you know, you look back on it now did was it expected did you want it to happen did he want it to happen was any of it i don't know i mean i i think it's fair for us to say as an audience knowing the way production works on this show and then mm-hmm. knowing by you guys getting proposed to you were the first black couple to get engaged on bachelor in paradise there's a part of the audience that probably thinks hey this is what the show wanted so maybe they pushed riley to do something that maybe he didn't want to do or or even you what what is your take on the whole thing
1: you know i can't speak for him or anything but for me looking back now i do feel like because honestly i had a great experience on paradise like i didn't really have any problems and looking back now it kind of makes me wonder if maybe that's why you know like um, because we were supposed to be together at the end, I guess, like you were saying. Yeah. Um, but I think for me more so, it was, it was all a hundred percent. My feelings were real. Um, I think that it was more, um, the idea that I was in love with at the time. Like the idea of being in a relationship and having somebody to call mine and starting a family, you know, like I think that's more so what it was than rather like actually getting to know the person and seeing what um like how we how our two lives can mesh, you know?
0: Yeah, I think a lot of people have said that. I mean, even though because because you are in what they call the bachelor bubble, because you're like you said mm-hmm. you're you have no outside influence. You can't text your friend every night and say, oh, my God, met this great guy and, you know, get their feedback or whatever. It's just – <laughs> and, and he can't do the same either. It's just you and him. And right. We've heard, we've heard it so many times that people will say, like, I didn't necessarily fall in love on the show. I thought I did, but it was more lust and this is just someone I want to continue to see and see where it goes versus – Well, I'm totally 100 percent in love because because can you still can you be totally in love with somebody that you still barely know and that you just met two weeks earlier?
1: Right. And I think like with those circumstances, like being on The Bachelor, you're able to ask for whatever you want. Like if you want to take someone on a date, like or if you want to plan this and X, Y, Z, you know, and then trans like so being treated like that and then going into the real world and like getting treated a completely different way, it kind of like shifted things, you know.
0: Yeah, and you know I mentioned that by you guys getting engaged uh, at the end of this thing, and you know what? Let's talk about the engagement real quick. When mm-hmm. he when he did, was there any hesitation in your mind about do I really do I really want to accept this or? Am I being told to accept this? Were, were you fine with accepting an engagement in that moment? Were you cool with it? Were you just like, yeah, this is this is what I feel. This is this is what I want right now. Or was there a part of you that was just like, you know, I get this is what the show wants. I'll just do it for them.
1: Oh, no, not at all. I, it was 100%. Sorry. Lola, hush. Um, it was 100% what I wanted and what I was... Like, like looking forward to because I wasn't expecting it. I didn't think he was going to propose at all. And so I was kind of like down the whole day, like thinking, oh, gosh, this is going to be embarrassing, you know. But, no, I wanted the engagement.
0: <laughs> okay. So did he – did you think he was just going to just ask you to continue to date him? Like did you think that was going to happen? Because you obviously got a final overnight date with him. When you guys had the overnight mm-hmm. date, did you discuss – was he, like, leaning towards, hey, I don't feel like I want to propose? Like, what made, yeah. you, what made you think he wasn't going to propose? Oh, okay. He didn't- he,
1: yeah, he literally, like, said something and he whispered something in my ear. I can't remember what exactly, but we were leaving and it was, like, the last time we saw each other before um, the engagements. And he said something like, I don't know if I can do this or – I don't know what he said, like something to make me believe that it wasn't happening. So I was a mess for the next 24 hours. Like I was crying with producers. I was just a wreck because I'm like, why did I just save these whole four weeks to get played?
0: Yeah. OK, <laughs> interesting. So so he does. You're happy and you're just like, yeah. And so what I mentioned earlier about, you know, being the first black couple to get in, uh, engaged on Bachelor in Paradise, you said in an interview. Okay, it was one of the maybe it was with Ben and Ashley. Uh, you said that you had no idea at the time that was that was even a thing. Like, but once you found out yeah. it was, was there a part mm-hmm. of you that felt some sort of pressure to stay together because of that label? Um,
1: I don't think it was pressure because, like. I was in love, like, in my mind, I was in love. Like, I really thought that man was I was going to spend the rest of my life with, you know, so it wasn't really pressure. But I did find out I think like a few nights before, I think I think Riley had said something to me, he was like, you know what, that we're going to be the first black couple or something. I'm like, Oh, damn, you know, so looking back now, it's like, Oh, is is that why we got engaged? (laughs) Like, now looking back, I have a whole lot of questions. But at the moment, at the time, I was not thinking anything of it at
0: all. Okay, so let's uh, let's dive into it, um, as much as you want to. Uh, obviously, I, I'm I'm as curious just as as much as anyone else is. But I understand that you know, time has passed. I don't know how you feel about things now, but you say that maybe there's a part of you that thinks now that he did it because he wanted to you know, get the adoration of fans of being the first black couple to be engaged. But once you did get engaged, it's not like you left Mexico and all of a sudden this guy ghosted you. I mean, you moved to New York, right?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I moved.
0: Yeah. And when you moved to New York, did you move in with him or you just moved to New York to be closer to him?
1: No, I moved in with him.
0: Okay, you moved in with him and this was so you film in June. When did you actually mm-hmm. make the move? Did you move once the finale aired or had you moved in while it was still airing? No,
1: I moved in October.
0: Okay. so And it, I
1: think the finale was in September, so after the finale. Okay,
0: so you moved in after the finale. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you moved in October and you guys broke up, I believe, in January. So yeah. something, <laughs> I don't know, maybe it wasn't one thing. Maybe it was just a, wait a second, this went too fast. What would you say is the reason it ended?
1: Uh, I just think we both had two completely different lifestyles and views on what we wanted in a relationship and our future. Um, That's really what it came down to. We just, it wasn't right. Like, we were not on the same page at all.
0: Was it stuff that when you spoke about a future relationship with him in Mexico, you got the answers yeah. you heard, and then after the show, did those answers change, or stuff you found out brand new after the show?
1: Um, no, it was, like, stuff that when we were in Mexico, we had talked about, and then the answers kind of changed when we got to the real world.
0: Ah, okay. Um, mm-hmm. Is there anything about those answers you could fill it in on? Are we talking children? Or are we talking careers yeah
1: I just think everything all the way like um, careers children um, where we were living um, a wedding getting married you know uh, I got on there we got engaged I was ready to get married I want to start talking about weddings I want to start talking about plans and future and just like none of that was ever coming up and it was just like we just weren't headed in the right we weren't wanting to go down the same direction.
0: So when that comes up, um, obviously, you said you moved there in October. And when did you move out by December or Um, January?
1: Yeah, it was right after Christmas, a couple days after Christmas, I think. It's because I'm just such a family person and holidays are really important to me. And I think in that moment, like my first holiday with my new fiance and not my family, it made me realize like this isn't really what I want. Uh, I don't want to spend my life like this so I kind of we just had a talk and realized it wasn't right.
0: In the time you got engaged in paradise to the time that you moved out, had you met his family? Had he met your family? What was the family situation like?
1: Yeah, we um I had went to Detroit, met his whole family. He came to Montana and Georgia met my entire family. Um so we yeah. We were doing all the right things to get to know, you know, each other.
0: Wow. So, each other's I, I, mean, I I don't, you know, like I said, I don't know enough. I don't think we know enough. But just by what you're saying, it really sounds like. It sounds like he either sold you a bill of goods on the island or. He really meant it on the island, but then <laughs> in the real world, he realized, oh, maybe I don't want this. I. I don't know. It's no, a... I
1: think I. Yeah, I think your first one's right. I think I got a little bamboozled.
0: Oh really? Okay. Well, that sucks.
1: Um, <laughs> yeah, it, it it really sucks. It's taken some time, but you know,
0: Oh, And you and and um, so since so since you moved out in so it would have been mm-hmm. what uh, December of twenty
1: twenty two. So twenty twenty two or twenty twenty one. Twenty one, I believe. Right? No. Um, no, it's when. It was two years ago.
0: So. So twenty. So it would have been 2020. Then I guess 2022. Right before the. Because it was December. So the next year obviously would have been 2023. I think. No,
1: so it was 21.
0: Oh, 21. Okay. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. So yeah, because it aired in the summer of 21. You moved in right after it aired. Okay. Yeah. So mm-hmm. December of 2021. Has there been any contact between you two since you moved out? None whatsoever. He's never. He's never sent you a, a text, a note, a, <laughs> a, a uh, hey, just checking in to see if you're okay. Any anything? No,
1: nope, not at all.
0: You know what I? Yeah. Did he? Did he? Yeah. Apo- did he apologize for, for what happened? Like when the breakup happened. I guess. Mm-hmm. I guess the question is, who who ended it? Was it you just decided? Okay, I I can't do this. I'm I'm leaving. Did he say no, and put up a fight? I want you to stay. Did he end it? What? How did how did the So it happen? was
1: me. Um, it was me really, and it was like one day I kind of just woke up and realized, you know, like I said after Christmas and everything, and I told him like this isn't what I want. I need to be home. I need to be with my people and stuff. And I'm like, you can come with me if you want. Like I'd love for you to come with or whatever. And he was just like, okay. So I left. And then like a week later, he did come to Georgia to have a conversation, but I was completely checked out. Or I think it was two weeks later, but I was completely checked out at that time. And I was just like, you know, this isn't going to work. Okay. And that was the last time I heard from him.
0: Was there any, um, in the three months that you were together, was there any, once you, once you started realizing, okay, maybe things are different or, Uh, I might have been, he might have been selling me a bill of goods and whatever. Did you guys ever, ever try, like, couples counseling or anything like that or no?
1: No, we didn't. I'm going to be honest.
0: (laughs) Do you think it would have mattered?
1: I don't think so. I think I realized, like, once that went off in my head, like, this isn't going to work. I was just like, it's time to go.
0: (laughs) So, do you, I mean, looking back on it now, do you hold, do you, I mean, do you hold ill will towards Riley? Or do you, like, not that they wish, like hey, do you wish something bad happens to him? I'm sure you don't. But um, what's your overall feeling uh, uh, about the whole thing? Like, man, I was just, it seemed like it was, what? If, if you had to complete the sentence. <laughs>
1: um, I don't have any hard feelings towards anyone, but I just, I really don't, I really hope I never have to see him again. But I'll say
0: that. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and there, pro- like-
0: and, and there probably wouldn't be – I mean, unless it's some sort of bachelor alumni function, you got to imagine that you probably would – or you're never going to, you know? It's not like you guys are yeah. in the same city. You're probably going to luck out in that. You're probably never going to have to see him. But So it's like, yeah. it's like you don't hate him, but you also – I don't need to see. this guy. Yeah, I also
1: have no urge to ever see him again, (laughs) you know, and I think it was it's crazy because I think what really solidified it is even like I would have expected him to at least reach out after my brother passed away because we were engaged like we were in a full blown relationship wanting to get married. I thought, you know, and so I think after that I was just like, wow this really wasn't what I
0: thought. <laughs> okay. So this is a subject that I didn't know if I wanted to bring up, but the fact that you did, I just wanted to, I don't to briefly talk about it. Cause I didn't know the time. I knew you had a brother that had passed. I didn't know the timing of it, of where in your bachelor television timeline uh, it did happen. So this happened after your, you had ended your engagement with Riley. Oh yeah.
1: This just happened like a few months ago.
0: This was a few months ago?
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. Um no, it's okay. what um I and he if, if I'm not mistaken, I could be correct me if I'm wrong here. He was your twin?
1: No, well, we were like twins. Okay. We're thirteen months apart.
0: Okay. Yeah. I he's saw not some,
1: actually I, my twin.
0: Okay, I saw <laughs> something where you made a post about him being a twin and I didn't yeah. I didn't know if that meant he, you know, you guys were what is it, fraternal twins or something like that. Um okay so and this was just this when when did this happen to be specific
1: um in september
0: in september um how has that been for you and your family uh, how how old was he and i don't know speak glowingly about your brother which i'm sure you can yeah. tell tell us about no, him yeah that that, us they don't know about him and what happened
1: yeah it's definitely been hard it was unexpected um but my family and i are getting through it i've been spending a lot of time in the church lately, which has really helped, so, but yeah, it's been hard. He was only 20, it was um three days before his 26th birthday, so, but yeah, he's, he's a good boy.
0: <laughs> no, I know, I, it's got to be hard, hard to talk about. That. Yeah, uh, it no, did, it's all good. I didn't realize it was uh, as soon as it was. I had seen a post, but for some reason I thought it was... 2 or 3 years ago but my my mistake yeah. there. Um, no, it's
1: hard.
0: This is some and obviously this do you have any other siblings? siblings?
1: Yeah, I have um five. He was my only full sibling, but I have uh two, four half siblings as well.
0: Okay. And mm-hmm. and I know I know it happened in September and you and Riley had broken up in like you said December of 2021. I'm sh- mm-hmm. you know, I, I you know I don't want to answer for Riley um maybe he doesn't even know um I, uh,
1: yeah I, I, no I, I, I know
0: <laughs> does he does he know I mean uh, do you I mean
1: I, I have no idea like I said I don't know any I have no idea I have not talked to that man
0: yeah yeah <laughs> I'm just wondering I mean maybe he doesn't know and that's why he didn't but I I don't know you know he's your maybe. ex I'm guessing he checks in I'm guessing Riley looks <laughs> at your. Instagram account every once in a while, you know. I, I can't imagine he doesn't. So uh, you know, I don't know. And even though, even if he thinks that, oh, Marissa hates me and she wouldn't want to hear from me, you know, I'm sorry if if that or if that were to happen with any ex of mine, I would reach out and just say, you know, here for you, thinking of you, whatever the case may be. Um, yeah So you know But again I don't want to sit here And jump on Riley's back Because mm-hmm. maybe he doesn't know You know I don't know Yeah
1: exactly Exactly But
0: you are public on Instagram And it, it is No <laughs> has, <laughs> has By the way Has he ever I mean obviously You check You know Instagram stories Has he ever looked at your stories Post breakup Oh
1: no uh, Me and all my friends And my family Got blocked So Oh <laughs> So <laughs> oh
0: do oh geez. So no <laughs> what um
1: yeah yeah i don't
0: know he blocked all you guys yeah but you didn't block him nor did you
1: no oh. no uh, no <laughs>
0: wow all right riley um <laughs> really winning some points here <laughs> um uh so i mean i you know i don't know how else really to uh to wrap this up but when you look mm-hmm. at it overall, your whole experience on The Bachelor,
1: mm-hmm. whether
0: it was Peter's season and Bachelor in Paradise, do you look at it overall as a as a net positive that I, I'm glad I went through this?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I learned a lot. Even my relationship, I'm thankful for the relationship I had with Riley.
0: And, um, and since then, have you put yourself out there dating-wise? Has dating been easy has it been tough have guys that you have dated brought up this relationship that they maybe have saw on tv
1: uh so i actually like took about a year and a half off afterwards from dating completely Mm. and i just recently started getting back into it a couple months ago so okay yeah. Anything I I got on the dating app and we'll see.
0: Oh, so you're on the dating apps <laughs> now. Okay. Yeah. In any in any sort of conversations you've had or dates that you have been on recently, has the whole bachelor thing been brought up or no? Do you have to, do you like having to explain this to people? Do you feel like yeah, do you tell people like, "Yeah, I was once engaged and it was on this show." Like, are you fine telling people that? Do you consider this a quote-unquote real engagement or how do you go about guys
1: yeah (laughs) so I tell them about like it comes up because like they'll if they ask like oh who was last person you date or whatever I'm like well I actually was engaged but then I have to go through the whole backstory I'm like but (laughs) it was different circumstances like it was on a tv show um it didn't work out but yeah I mean if I'm serious about someone the conversation definitely comes up but it takes a few dates for need to actually get out there and tell it the yeah. whole story.
0: <laughs> no, I got you. No. And then just through the show, um, mm-hmm. last thing here, whether it's, um, uh, right. Uh, whether it's bachelor women or bachelor in paradise women, who have you become, uh, closest with, who are you still friends with to this day from the show?
1: Deandra is literally my sister. We talk every single day, fall asleep on the phone together. um, <laughs> And then I also am still friends with Demi and Ivan I talk to as well. I think that's really um, Kiara from my season. We're actually getting lunch this week. I'm excited because she lives out here in Atlanta. Um, But yeah, I like to try to stay in touch with the girls from my season as much as I can. But really just Dee and Ivan are going to be the two main ones and um, Demi.
0: And are you um following at all by any chance this season? Do you have you watched the show? Not even necessarily Joey's season that's airing now, but since you were on, did you ever continue to watch, follow every season or just whatever? If it's on, it's on, it's
1: on. Paradise. I actually I like tuning into Paradise a little bit more, hmm. but I did try to watch Joey's season. That's his name, right? Joey. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I did, I, and it's crazy because I don't know any of these people, but, um, uh, I did try to watch it last week, the first episode and I got about halfway through it and I'm just,
0: I couldn't do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the first, it. first episode is kind of the same thing. Every season there's really,
1: yeah. Everyone looked great though. Everyone looked great. It was just,
0: it was just a little boring for yeah, me. If you're going <laughs> to, if you're going to be a paradise watcher, you almost have to, I mean, you kind of have to watch. The, yeah. the Bachelor, Bachelorette no. season, because that's where they're all coming from.
1: Yes, because that's what happened when I watched this last season of Paradise. I'm like, I have no idea who any of these people are. Yeah.
0: And it was mostly Zach's women and Charity's men. I mean, that was the majority, yeah. majority of the cast. Uh, yeah, it's it's crazy to think about, but yeah, uh, I will fill you in on on something that um, <laughs> I've shared with my with my listeners. But uh, the rumors that I'm hearing is that Paradise is done. And they are going to really yeah, that they are moving on. We'll put it this way. They're going to, you know, Joey season is airing now. Once Joey season Mm -hmm. ends, they'll start filming the next Bachelorette. But then after the Bachelorette is usually when, you know, they film in June, they film, you know, the Paradise season. Well, Mm -hmm. number one, Sialita got bought out by some Canadian company. So they are no longer if there is going to be a Paradise in the future. It's not going to be at that resort anymore because they're out of that business. So they would have to find oh. another resort, but the thing that I heard is after Bachelorette season finishes filming, which is around beginning of May, instead of going into Paradise in June, they are going to film another, um, they're going to do a Golden Bachelorette, because the Golden Bachelor was so successful, you know, the older oh. So, which means that I, I, I just didn't see, like, I was told that that's going to happen, which I firmly 100% believe. And to me, that just means like, well, then there's no room for Paradise. I don't think they're pushing Paradise and filming it in July or August. So that seems way too late. And so, yeah, I don't no. think there's Paradise. Now, whether that means it's done forever, that I don't know. But it looks like for at least 2024, we're getting Joey season now, then whoever The Bachelorette is, and then getting a season of Golden Bachelorette. And those will be the three Bachelor shows that air in, in this year. So... Oh, well, yeah. that's too
1: bad. Paradise was my favorite. I know. Now you have nothing to
0: watch. You're gonna have to watch. Did no, you... I don't
1: even know about me watching anything.
0: <laughs> and you didn't watch Golden Bachelor, did you?
1: I did not. <laughs> yeah. I didn't.
0: That's okay. I mean, it's 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 you know kind of the same show, but a little bit different. They they actually focus less on the the drama and the cattiness and all that stuff, and it's actually. Love for older people is really what Good. it is. Good. Yeah, got, <laughs> that's
1: what I thought it was going to be like. No, I'm just
0: kidding. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, look, they they had it this summer, and the the couple got married on TV. You, you saw? Did yeah. Did you know that there was a live wedding? And-
1: yes, I did. I was happy for them. I did see that.
0: Yeah. That so exciting. so I get and and it makes sense. You know, business wise, it makes sense. People really, mm-hmm. people really glammed to that show and were like, wow. We kind of like this. thing, yeah. And the ratings were really good for it. So it makes sense that they would bring that back. But that's the latest that I've heard. So if there is another Paradise season, it's definitely not happening in uh, in Sayulita anymore. So um, we'll see going forward what they're going to do. But <laughs> anyway, uh, De- I was going to say DeAndre. <laughs> I was saying that <laughs> we because- get that a lot. <laughs> no, I was saying it because I'm actually looking at a story right now on my screen. And the name that I'm looking at just happens to say it was when I pulled up uh, an article where um, it was talking about DeAndra um, retwe- uh you retweeted DeAndra's <laughs> tweets about Christian uh, 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 about about Riley. And um, oh,
1: yeah, that's when we got blocked. Oh, really? <laughs> well, Yeah, after that's when we got
0: blocked. <laughs> I, okay, I had that story pulled up, and I'm just looking at the name, and as I'm closing out this interview, that's why I said DeAndra. Um, now, Marissa, thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. I appreciate you sharing about all this stuff and opening up, and um, that's what I love for my guests. So thank you so much for doing that. Appreciate it, and good luck with everything. We'll be in touch.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me, see? You got it. All right.
0: Thank you so much uh, to Marissa for coming on a lot there. You know, that is somebody that had, uh, you know, a lot to say. And I understood, you know, there were boundaries there of look, I I told her beforehand we were going to talk about Rylan. She said, yeah, no problem. And I didn't know where she was going to go with it. And I'm just going to let her kind of lead by her answers and her answers would determine my next questions. And I felt that she was, you know, I, I felt that she absolutely. Could have probably trashed the guy is the sense that I got. But in the answers that she did give, I think she made it clear how she felt about everything that went down. You know, I don't think she really hit it very well, (laughs) Um, but it was good. I really enjoyed it. So um, thanks again uh, to Marissa for coming on. Um, Really appreciate that. Uh, My mistake on knowing when her brother had passed. Uh, You know, I had seen on her Instagram page that she put it out there and I think I just got confused, um, on, on how soon it was, you know, being last September, but, um, you know, obviously she, she, she was going to talk about it as much as she wanted to talk about that. And I'm, I'm fine with that. So great hearing from Marissa and getting uh, a little more to the story about her and what she dealt with being a, Uh, contestant on this show so thanks again to marissa uh, for coming on thank you all for listening please follow me on apple Podcasts, rate and review please actually hit play on these uh uh, instagram stories what am i talking about hit play on these podcasts because it's not good enough anymore for you to be following and it just download to your phone Um, you gotta you gotta listen you gotta hit play so just remember to do that So for Marissa Gunn, I'm Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. And I will talk to you tomorrow. See ya!